If you're a solo business owner, you know there can be days when you want to give up and choose an easier path than the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. It's moments like these that I call my biz bestie and we ride the roller coaster together. I'm Shelly, a copywriter and homeschooling mom in Johannesburg, South Africa. And I'm Francesca, a life coach and community manager in Grand Rapids, Michigan in the US. We're two biz besties on opposite sides of the world, running our own independent businesses together. And we'd love to invite you into our biz bestie conversations as we share everything we're learning about running an independent business online. I love talking about creating spaciousness in your schedule, your email inbox, and your mind. Because this is your self-care as a CEO. And if you want to figure out how to live your most beautiful life as a business owner, then I've got you covered. And my jam is all things marketing, copywriting, website design, tech, and launch strategy. I'm on a mission to let go of perfectionism and embrace playfulness in my business just like I do when I'm homeschooling my kids. We're both constantly on the hunt for ways to simplify the way we do business so that we can make an abundant living doing what we love and make a huge impact in the world and in our communities in a way that feels easy and fun. If you're looking for the same thing, then we are so glad you're here. Yes, we are. And you can carry on the conversation we start today in our online community at community simplybizbesties.com and for show notes you can go to simplybizbesties.com we can't wait to see you in the community and now let's dive into today's topic hey francesca and welcome to all of you who are listening to the simply biz besties podcast it's really great to have you with us and francesca my biz bestie it's really great to be talking to you today hey it's so good to see you So today we're going to be talking all about biz besties. So Francesca and I consider ourselves biz besties. And that's really the whole reason we started this podcast is to let you in on our biz bestie conversations. But we thought we really need to explain what what exactly is a biz bestie and why it's so important to have a biz bestie and really how it's benefited us in our businesses and in our in our whole lives really so that's what we're going to be talking about today biz besties what they are why you should have one or two or three and and then also how they can help you and how you can find your biz bestie if you don't have one already so that's that's what we've got on the on the show for you today and we're really just so excited to dive in so francesca should we start let's just start talking about like what exactly a biz bestie is and you know what what are we actually talking about when we when we say the word biz bestie because obviously it's a a very new and even slightly made up term in recent recent times but essentially for me what a biz bestie is is a good friend on the journey of business alongside you and for those of us, most of us, and for most of you listening to the show, we are solopreneurs. We're in our own businesses. We're running our businesses on our own. So it's always great to have a friend along for that journey. Now, there can be different levels of biz besties. You might connect with someone for a period of time. So maybe you go through a group program together or um, you're in the same Facebook group for a period of time and you, and you really just travel a journey together as, as business friends. But then perhaps after that, you sort of lose touch or lose connection, but you've established this kind of connection that you can always go back to. And that person is the type of person that you can always just phone up and say, I'm struggling with something. Can you help me through this? That's a biz bestie. Then you can kind of get a little bit more, you know, a little bit more on the other side of the the spectrum where you've maybe got a, a deeper relationship than that, where you are almost in daily contact with this biz bestie and you're sharing ideas, you're having maybe regular meetups, you're maybe doing joint ventures together 
um, or you've got some kind of partnership of some sort even. So today we're kind of focusing more on, on this end of the spectrum, the more like what I would call the BFF, the biz BFF side of the spectrum, but also know that biz besties can also be people that are, are just there for you when you need them, that you can actually pick up the the phone or drop them a direct message or an email and say, I'm struggling with something. Can you help? And, and they're there for you. That's the basic definition of, of biz besties. Now, Francesca, can you just tell us a little bit for us, a biz bestie is different to an actual business partner. Like that's a totally different relationship. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, of course. Well, I love this idea of partnership and it like, for me, it's a feeling of, of being on the same team. But if we're talking about what is the difference between that and a business partner? Well, a business partner, you are sharing one venture together, right? So you have to be on the same page about one specific business. But for us, we have two different businesses. You might even have a biz bestie that has, you know, a couple of different businesses that are all housed under one. And so a biz bestie is really someone that, yes, you, you have that feeling of being a team and you're cheering each other on, but you have your separate things that you're doing. Cool. Also important to note is that a biz bestie is, is more than just someone in your network. Mm-hmm. So it's not just someone that you're going to, you know, maybe like maybe an affiliate partner or something like that, or, or just someone in your network that you refer clients to or, or something along those lines. It is a deeper connection. It is someone that you you can actually, I think I keep coming up against this term of like, that you can pick up the phone and you can phone them when you when you need a help in hand. So it's, so it's just that little bit more than, than another person in your business network. And business networks are, of course, important, but this is just going that little, little element deeper. Yeah, I mean, I think that especially as entrepreneurs, we need to have that person that we know that we can share the places that we're feeling insecure, the places that we're really doubting ourselves. And on the other side of that, like we need people that we can celebrate with. And so having this bestie to have this friendship that, yeah, I mean, it's the bestie part of it, right? Like everybody knows what it's like to have a really close friend that you just rely on and can process through, you know, journeying together. Yeah. So on that note, do you want to tell everybody how we became biz besties? Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Shelly and I, this is, you know, a couple of years ago. So I'm doing the best to remember as I can, but we were in a membership group together and I remember, um, I would try to go to as much of the live Q and a calls as possible. And Shelly was one of the ones that like kept popping up. She was very good at being consistently there, which was just really cool. You know, it gave me this sense of familiarity with her. Right. And I'm not, I don't remember, maybe you remember this Shelly, but like exactly how it happened. But I remember that you were talking about something with Squarespace and I was like, I could use some help with that. And at one point I, you know, after we had hopped on a call together, I got up the bravery to ask you if you wanted to experience life coaching, which was so terrifying for me at the time, you know, like well, I was just thinking how terrifying it was for me, even in the Q&A call to, to just type in the chat, like, like I know Squarespace, I can help. And I was like, ah, and then like, I think we Facebook messaged after that. And I said, okay, let's hop on a call together. I can help you with, um, with Squarespace. And yeah, like even doing that, Honestly, I actually think hopping on the call was was easy enough. <laughs> like it was almost that initial um, contact that was like so scary. But yes, yeah, so it was it was cool when you you offered me to experience life coaching, which I really didn't know much about at the time. And then yeah, then we had had the call, and so like the the end of the story is that we are biz besties, but we also became each other's clients. So not to steal the the whole punchline of the story there, but (laughs) um, we've also become each other's clients. Now that is not to say that your biz bestie and yourself have to be each other's clients. I mean, often you can be in very different industries or you can be in the very same industry. So, you you know, and, and then wouldn't be each other's clients, but it just happened that, that we, 
needed each other's services. So yeah, so we are today each other's clients as well as biz besties, which is which is also really quite a cool aspect of of the relationship as well. Yeah, and just for everybody listening, I mean, this is being super honest and vulnerable, but I don't know if you realize this, Shelly, but I remember that I mentioned to you about life coaching and you said, oh yeah, like I'd be interested in that. But I was so afraid of reaching back out to you that you were the one who actually sent me a link to your calendar, like your scheduler to be like, okay, let's do this. (laughs) You were the one who actually, you know, reached back out to me. And I was so terrified. I remember like, oh, I don't know if I want to pick a time, you know, like just all this anxiety. And I finally, I was just like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It was the best decision I ever made because obviously, like like we've created this amazing friendship between us that wouldn't have been possible if I hadn't just gone and done it right yeah and I think I think that's also one of the really important parts of like this biz bestie relationship is that you, you you like you build off of each other you you grow with each other and you push each other in the most loving way and even in the most unintentional way but like in combining forces you just like it's that rising tide that lifts all boats that we we can chat a little bit more about in a minute but yeah it's just so I think expansive this biz bestie relationship it's so it just fosters so much growth so I think that really is a testament to having a biz bestie relationship which then really leads us into the the next question of why bother having a biz bestie or like why should you have a biz bestie so i hope already that we've like shown you some of the benefits and some of the joys that we've gotten out of our sort of biz bestie relationship but first of all i mean you know it if you're a solopreneur you know that business can be lonely and so having a biz bestie there with you for the ride it just reminds you that you're not alone in this and so often you can just yeah you can just feel so isolated and your biz bestie is is there with you you can phone her up you can you know contact her and and you know that you're not doing this alone there's somebody else that is going through the same struggles and joys that you are as well i think also really important for me is that a biz bestie provides you that advisory voice and can be that sounding board for you from a person who is both a friend and who really knows business and like your business and especially the business of online entrepreneurship and you know solopreneur business they kind of have the best of of both worlds because I think very often entrepreneurial spouses really have it hard. We're full (laughs) of ideas. We're full of things we want to discuss with our, with our husbands. And very often it can be a big burden Mm -hmm. to always be focused on, on business. And, you know, sometimes you just want to chat about your garden and your, you know, your kids, or you want to chat about the weather and you don't always want to be focused focusing in on business and like everything in your life is about your business. So I think having a biz bestie takes that pressure of the entrepreneurial spouse so that the biz bestie can take on that role of being a bit more of a, a sounding board and also like has one up on your best friend and any of your sort of friends in your social network because they know business and they know your business and they know solopreneurship business. So I think that's that's really the, the nice sweet spot of a biz bestie. And then a biz bestie is also wonderful for providing accountability. So just someone that you can go, you know what, this month I want to finish this. And this is where Francesca has been wonderful, not just as a life coach, but but as a biz bestie for me, is I've got lots of ideas, lots of things that I want to do <laughs> and starting lots of things and not finishing as many of those things. And so my biz bestie is really good at just going, okay, but what about that? Or like, I'm really keen to see the end of that product that you're making or this website you're building or that idea that you were implementing. So that kind of accountability for me is really, really great. Just this idea of community over competition is so important to me and it's just so wonderful in the online business world. Each of us doing our own thing and like many of us will be kind of competing for the same clients, but 
that's really such an old school way of thinking about it. The community over competition idea is just so much stronger. And when we get together, when we connect to this wider community of other business owners and develop then deep relationships with a few individual biz besties, well, man, like we just like, there's nothing stopping us. So it's just so wonderful to be part of community and also just have this one-on-one relationship with a person that gets me and gets my business. And like also that we know there's, there's abundance and the more we work together, the more we build each other up. So I, I just, I just love that part of, of having a biz bestie. Yeah, I love that part too so much. And yeah, for me, it's like this image of a tapestry where I just like imagine like someone at the loom and there are all of these different threads and all of these different threads are unique and they're beautiful for their own reasons. And they all have their place in this bigger picture, right? And they come together so beautifully and intricately it's really incredible. And that's what I love of having a biz bestie. And we'll talk about community more in depth in a, in a different way, in a um, you know more collective way. But seeing like, for example, Shelly's gifts and then bringing out more of that and knowing that she has gifts that I don't and vice versa. It's just this really beautiful relationship. I love that idea of just like a a tapestry of how can we come together? How can we lift each other up as women, as other entrepreneurs? And, you know, it's like when we are thriving, then we're able to lift up the communities around us and have this incredible impact. So, yeah, that's one of the reasons to have a biz bestie. And in line with that is getting an alternative view in a different zone of genius. For example, Shelly is a copywriter. So having her perspective where I don't have to be responsible for figuring it all out on my own. I don't have to, you know, DIY everything because that is a lot of pressure, but I can have, you know, these individuals around me that I just am like, oh, you are so skilled. You're so trustworthy in this area. You're an expert in this area. I can rely on that and I can get, you know, your opinion, your feedback on this. And I, get, I still get to be the CEO and decide, you know, what I'm doing for myself, but that can also be a lot of pressure, like to always be the one deciding. Did you have something to say along those lines, Shelly? No, totally. I was just going to say like Francesca's the same with her life coaching expertise. And I think, you know, this would even go, even if we weren't clients of each other, this would go just, just fit within our biz bestie relationship of bringing our particular expertise to the table. And Francesca's really great at just, yeah, just highlighting some, some thought work for me. Some, yeah, as I say, like when I'm running off with another idea and, you know, she's that one that will, will come through and just highlight that for me. And so her life coaching experience is really great and bringing that zone of genius into the picture of my business is so helpful because it's not the way I think and I've got probably a few blind spots around it. So yeah, like Francesca can can help me with that and bring her expertise to the table. Yeah. And I have, you know, I have some other biz besties, you know, I'm always like on the hunt of like, who, who is it that my people might need? Like, mm-hmm. okay, so I know they need a life coach, but Maybe they need someone who's really incredible at finances. Yeah. Like, how can I find another biz bestie who's like in financial um, advising, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, again, this like idea of a tapestry or this idea of a team. Mm. It's just so fun. And I feel like I'm starting to get a little bit more into like the community aspect, but like, I I just love it. And we're able to recognize each other's blind spots and point them out and, and really accelerate each other's growth and business. So another thing is just to make things more fun. You know, you got to celebrate each other and. Oh yes. You helped me so much with that. It's like we start our businesses to have fun, right? And and then it sometimes can become this thing where we start feeling anxious or pressured or, you know, whatever. And so just bringing it back to the very reason that we started. Yes. 
fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally. And and to also celebrate those wins because so often when you're on your own, you're like, cool, nailed it, next client. Okay, what's the next thing? And or like wrote that blog post. All right, move on to the next Instagram. Like, let's get it out on Instagram, whatever it is. And to actually have a biz bestie to go like, yay, let's celebrate that. Like really cool blog post or like well done on, on closing with that client. Um, well done for getting a new client. Because I think often on our own, we're like, yeah, cool. It's just part of the job. Like next, next, next. Whereas Uber's uh, best you can, and, and certainly Francesca does this for me, is like, yeah, let's pause. Let's celebrate. What are you doing to celebrate? And I can go, oh, all right. Let me think of something cool. Because I would not have thought to do that. I honestly would have just been like, okay, coming through, next thing. <laughs> and Uber's besties are really great in, in having someone to celebrate those happy moments. So, you know, it's not just about like help for challenges, but it's, celebrating with someone in those happy times because it kind of sometimes although it is cool to you know dance like nobody's watching it is a whole lot more fun to dance when somebody is watching and you can all dance together <laughs> and you can you know pop the champagne together and or or like I, I can go get sushi and Francesca will go out for ice cream on the same day and we kind of celebrate together <laughs> so yeah I think that's all part of the the whys of of why having a biz bestie is, is so cool. So I'd love to like move on now to the how, like how practically speaking can a biz bestie actually help you in your business? And because I just want to give everybody like some examples also of how we've helped each other. Obviously there's just this idea of advice and support and it can just be as simple as that. Somebody who can call up when, when needed for some advice somebody who knows you as a person and knows your business and can, can give you some help and support. If you wanted to take it a bit deeper as, as Francesca and I have done now, we've got a Slack channel where we will um, chat to each other. We post messages to each other and we can support each other through Slack. So like if you wanted a Voxer or a WhatsApp or I've heard people using Marco Polo, I don't know Marco Polo, but you know, like a, a sort of, immediate chat app you can you can do something like that where you can yeah kind of be on speed dial and be able to communicate with each other what Francesca and I also do is we have a monthly biz bestie catch-up session so like for you this could just be a chat and sometimes for Francesca and I that's what it is it's just a chat or you could actually turn it into something more structured like a, a maybe a reflection session on the previous month and then an, like an intention setting little meeting for the next month. So like for accountability, and then you kind of go back and go, okay, what, what were your intentions for the, the last month? And let's reflect on that. Let's talk through that. So you can maybe set up something more structured like that, if that works for you, or it can literally just be a, a, a chat where you set something in the calendar and then get together once a month or so i think that that's a nice kind of cadence once a month and yeah just francesca mentioned something along these lines as well of a, like one of the ways that a biz bestie can support you is to connect you to the people in her network so whether that's for ideal clients for you or for ideal service providers for you so you know maybe you need a website designer or you need a, a, finan a financial uh, guru or you need whatever it is that you might need so she a VA she could put you in touch with the people in her network and also just yeah, diversify your your network there in that way like by adding your your two networks together what are other some of the other ways that you've found that biz besties have supported you in in your business francesca on a practical level yeah so well uh, she can read through like important posts or copywriting and i know that you guys might be like well yeah of course shelly's a copywriter but you know this can be someone who's not a copywriter. And sometimes it's just about having someone else say like, yeah, that makes sense. I love it. Or what if you just moved this here that can really just like give you enough confidence to just go ahead and hit post, right? And and stop doubting yourself because that's like, right? The biggest thing that can hold you back. And I love this idea of like filtering through your many ideas, right? As entrepreneurs, we have so many ideas and Shelly and other biz besties that I have, like, it's great to just be able to 
you know, talk about it and and get it out there. So it's not just all in your brain and you can actually make a decision and move forward, right? You can also collaborate and do uh, joint ventures together. So this could be like, you could do a webinar, obviously you could do a podcast. Yeah, example, yeah. (laughs) guest, Guest posting. So those are, you know, some of the ways that I've seen it done and and you can get creative here, right? Like the sky's the limit. Yes, yes. And I think that's, that's also like, you know, judge the relationship, you know, that, that you've got, you'll, you'll each bring that zone of genius. And, and with that, there's so many, so many ways that you can practically help each other. Now, Francesca's been talking a lot about like, you know, who are the biz besties. And, and yes, I think maybe you might be asking like, how many biz besties can you have? Well, look, you could totally have more than one. Like in this case, you know, the, the word best does imply it's the best. It's the gold medal. It's the only one. But in this case, like there's abundance, everybody. So you can have a whole lot more than one. But of course, it all depends on sort of the the expectations that you've set. So if you've set the expectation of say, you know, having a monthly meeting and, you know, like sort of ongoing support in the month, you're only going to really be able to sustain like max three of those kinds of relationships, I think. So you, you, you want to just also judge your priorities and your time and the expectation. You want, want to also make sure that you are giving as much as you're getting from the biz bestie relationship. But like for those less structured relationships and those people who are like, you know, like friends in your network, you can have a good few of those, like 10, even 20, if you're like a more maybe extroverted person and are recharged by those kinds of connections. So it really all depends on the the level of expectation that you've set with those biz besties of yours. And so I think this is a really good segue into the next section that we've got for you is boundaries and biz besties. Because remember, of course, you're not paying your biz bestie. This is just a mutually beneficial relationship. So I'm going to hand over to the life coach here, Francesca, um, <laughs> to just talk a little bit about yeah, just boundaries and like, how do you set those boundaries so that it is sort of fair and that, that you're not overstepping or expecting too much or getting too little? Like how, how, how do you handle that? Yeah. Well, I want to pause for a second because you said something so golden, Shelly, and you were sharing so many ideas. I want to make sure that people really hear this. And I love what you're talking about with capacity. And so really paying attention to what your capacity is in relationships Mm. and not feeling like you have to have them all. So like 20 sounds like a lot to me. Now, if you are more extroverted, then those probably are relationships that, you know, maybe it's just like you've built this uh, relationship through a membership group or something similar, but you're only connecting like every couple of months or something. Right. But like you have this very diverse team of people and that's great. But I love this idea of really sticking, like focusing on, I'm setting an intention of having, you know, like three to five relationships that I'm really deepening this relationship with. And we have some clear boundaries. So (laughs) boundaries make for the best I can't say it. Just <laughs> me for the best biz besties. Oh my word! You have to say that fast. <laughs> mantra for this podcast: boundaries make for the best biz besties. So here's really what you want to have when you have boundaries. You want to make sure that you have clear and open communication, and that may sound really obvious. But it's something that's super important to be very intentional about. Mm. And, you know, the more you get comfortable with each other, it's going to be easier to call each other out or to say, hey, like, that didn't feel good to me. Can we readjust this? But I think it's really important to kind of set an intention, a container in the very beginning to say, like, okay, this is what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah, like to receive and having those conversations in the very beginning, because it's so much easier to set it up 
yes. now than to go back, go backwards and, yes. and realize, oh, we crossed that person's boundaries. Yes, and it's just um, awkward and you're kind of like, you, yeah, you, you're having to create, which is fine. And, and, and as, you, as you said, as you become more comfortable with each other, that'll be okay. But yeah, it's just so much easier to get ahead of it and to to actually say, you know, this, you know, this is how we're going to help each other. This is, you know, how often we're going to meet. This is, yeah, maybe what we can expect from each other. And, you know, I mean, you, you could put together like a little bit of a, a contract or an a, a agreement if you wanted to. I don't think you necessarily have to do that since there's no money changing hands. However, if you wanted to do that just to, you know, like a nice little informal, like this is what I'm going to do and this is what we're going to do, or just to say we're going to meet at this time or that kind of thing. I think that, you know, that, that can help, especially also if that, that's your, your personality. Um, I think it really can ha- make for a, a very healthy relationship. And, and yeah, just to, to get clear on, on when that communication is received. Like Francesca's really good about this with me. The other day I was sharing something with her and then she said, do I have your permission to coach you on this? Before, before she actually like just dived ahead and started coaching me and giving me advice and giving me support. She's been very good at actually asking me, all right, like, do you want coaching on this? Or like, or do you just want someone to listen to this? You know, sometimes it's just that you want to vent and your bestie can just be there to and she doesn't even need to offer advice or do you want um do you want advice and like Francesca will ask me like do you want coaching on this this is why it's nice to have a coach as a biz bestie (laughs) um but that's it's it's really helpful to me when when Francesca actually asks me like how do I how what kind of help do I want here puts that boundary on the relationship of how we are helping each other out and it makes me feel like quite comfortable and secure in the relationship as well. Yeah. And our relationship is kind of nuanced because like we're biz besties and we're each other's clients. Right. So it can get a little bit interesting, but I think we've done a really good job of keeping it super healthy. And one of the things we've done is we get super clear on when we're spending time together what is this time going to look like? Is this a biz bestie time where we're just hanging out? Cause that is going to feel di- totally different than if I am Shelly's client and she's doing copywriting with me because mm-hmm. she's then going to step more into that authority figure. And that, you know, that feels different than if we're just hanging out. Yeah. So really assigning purpose to the time that you spend together. And it doesn't have to be like super awkward. Just be like, Hey, like, how do you want to spend this time together? It can be just that easy question that can really protect you from crossing each other's boundaries. I'm really curious, Shelly, have you ever crossed any of your biz besties boundaries before? I, well, you probably answer that question better than I can. So we use Slack and I think what's nice about Slack is that the, you can just send the Slack message and then I've got my notifications turned off also in my time zone and Francesca's got, you've got yours turned off like when you're sleeping. So I know I can just like send a message and like something I would never do would be to like phone you, like do a FaceTime or something with you just like in the middle of your day because I know you're busy with other things and like I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to impose on that. So that, I, I mean, that I think would be sometimes easy for people to go, oh, I can just phone you anytime. And I, and I think we need to protect each other's times. So I think like with Slack, I will just text you whenever. And I know like often it will be in the middle of the night for you, but because I know that your notifications are turned off, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. So I think that's the easiest way where boundaries can be crossed is like, timing of communication and expectation and nothing springs to mind i must be such a brilliant this bestie and i'm sure that's not true <laughs> oh my gosh don't degrade yourself <laughs> oh no i've i've felt very respected by you and i think we've done an excellent job but like personally i have crossed some of my this besties or just friends like boundaries and it's never you know it's not intentional no, um, no. but I think it's also important to just say like well what happens when we do that you know like practicing self-compassion forgiving ourselves going and like owning it and saying like hey I noticed that I crossed your boundaries in this way and that's not okay with me yeah and 
I realize that it could have affected you or it did affect you in this way. And then apologizing and, and then asking, how can I, how can I do better here? Mm. And then committing to doing things differently, you know? It like yeah. does come back to that open communication that like actually like going, this is, this is, uh, yeah, we can kind of see this as like, oh, you, you wronged me. And so this is the end, which, you know, we talked about all the cool benefits of those besties. You don't want to just like throw that away. It's rather an opportunity to, to mend the relationship and then, and then move forward in a better way. Yeah. I, I think, I think what does actually come to mind now is where I cross boundaries is I like, I'll, I'll rush, I'll rush in and be like, oh, do this, do that, do the next thing. And I've had some very overwhelmed like uh, like very well meaning on my part like and i've had some very overwhelmed receivers of of all the things that i'm like do this do that do the next thing it comes from my curiosity and so yeah like i think i think there needs to be that that open and honest communication to go wait that's not helpful to me i'm feeling overwhelmed and to say like in future like can we you know can we do it like this like i'm gonna ask you and like or like when you recommend a, a tech tool to me like please don't give me like five different options for me to research can you just give me the one <laughs> and tell me which one i must use <laughs> you know like it, it could be as simple as that um but i totally agree with you of using those times because you know what you you as much as we said like get ahead of it and set those boundaries in the beginning you can't set everything you can't predict everything mm-hmm. and but maybe what you can do is like allow for like there are going to be times where we're going to cross each other's boundaries and like, what are we going to do about that? And then when you actually do that, yeah, have a process of, of correcting it and you just walk out so much stronger. Like the, the relationship is so much stronger. Yes. For yes. My relationships where one of us have crossed each other's boundaries and we've committed to seeing it through and figuring it out. Those relationships are some of like, and I'm talking about biz Bessies. I'm talking about, personal relationships, all of it, like this, you know, you could take this for whatever relationship you have, your marriage, whatever, like those are the strongest because you've gone through conflict together, right? And you know, you can trust the other person that they're going to have your back. And, And sometimes that even means like that they are saying some hard things to you, but it makes you better. It makes a relationship better you know that they're going to be brave enough and this is what I encourage you be brave enough to say hey I didn't like that hey could you do this differently and obviously from a place of love and and compassion and kindness but instead of just stuffing it or (laughs) just letting it go the more times you let it go the more times it builds up and that is when it perpetuates like you know, these, these biz bestie breakups or friendship breakups, when you're like, you never said what was wrong. And now it's this big problem that it really can't be fixed, Mm -hmm. you know? And those are like, that's the grieving part, right? Like we never want you to have a amazing relationship that ends like that. And there's one more thing that I really want to say I, I think we've talked about asking each other questions and like permission and all of that. Like, I'd say like, be prepared to enforce the other person's boundaries too. Like this is another kind of pitfall that people don't always think about, but like you can cross your own boundaries. So maybe that's, you've allotted a certain amount of time and you've set that intention. You said, okay, we have an hour and you're constantly finding yourself <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> doing like <laughs> an hour and a half or two hours and just ignoring. And this could be something that you're like, okay, so I mean, Shelly and I have done this where we've said an hour, we go to an hour and a half. We really enjoy spending time together. But then we are like, oh, well, we need an hour and a half and we've readjust all of our other priorities and our schedule but there may be other areas that you're finding. I love like tuning into my body. And if I'm constantly like asking lots of questions and it's starting to feel like, oh, I might be like starting to get too much into like, for example, Shelly's like personal time or family time. And I'm just starting to feel that anxiety in my body that is a really good indicator for me to like take a breath, step back, 
remind myself that like she is an amazing friend and that I can figure out some of this stuff on my own. I hope that's like a clear enough, <laughs> clear enough example there, but like really feeling what is going on in my body? Because if I'm having good boundaries, I'm going to feel peaceful in my body and hopefully confident. If things are starting to feel kind of weird in my body, it's kind of an indicator for me, like, all right, I need to just analyze this for a second. Yeah, totally. And I, and I think it obviously applies to you yourself as well to like, go, you know, it like, it feels like this person is, is overstepping the boundaries, you know, and like, and feeling into your body. And this is like a, one of your wonderful life coach zone of genius things that you bring to the table. And, but yes, cause I think as biz besties, we are friends. And so like, we don't have that boundary of like, we've hired a, a contractor or we've hired a life coach or something like that. So there's not that kind of money boundary and it's contractual boundary. So it's very important for us to uh, have our own boundaries. And I think as a friend to help that other person keep their boundaries as well. So, yeah, I think that's a very important piece in the, in the, in the relationship. So I think what I'd like to mention now is also just because I mentioned like a, a contractual relationship where you've paid someone having a biz bestie is very different being in a group program or a mastermind where you've actually paid for that service and there's somebody leading the whole thing and they're in charge of facilitating the group, providing for accountability and that kind of thing. So having a biz bestie is very different to that kind of structure. It's also very different to just people in your network. It's a much deeper connection to just someone in your network. So it's in this, in between this, like kind of in the friend zone, <laughs> um, but the business friend <laughs> zone. Yeah. What, what else is it, is it different to Francesca? Yeah, so it's going to be different from a free Facebook group or any other community platform that you're a part of. This bestie is more of a one-on-one relationship. So these are the people that you're going to be potentially doing Zoom calls with or, again, having something like Boxer or Marco Polo that you're in contact with. And there's going to be, I guess, a higher expectation it's kind of a weird word for me to use for this, but just that there maybe a better word is like a higher intentionality um, mm-hmm. and accountability is you've committed to spending time with each other. Whereas, you know, a free community, that's really each individual is going to have different commitment levels there, right? Yeah. Even on a paid program. Yeah. 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 And it's also different from a life coach or a business coach relationship or any really professional relationship where you might be getting coached or receiving advice or consulting. Again, it goes back to that like deep friendship. So yeah, you're getting advice from them, but it's different. It's from a place of friendship. Yeah. So talking about being brave in actually communicating with your biz bestie, let's just dial it back a couple of notches and to start that biz bestie relationship in the first place. So I'm sure people are asking, okay, <laughs> I want to find a biz bestie or, or maybe you've kind of got this like friend, this business friend where you're like, yeah, let, let's deepen that relationship into like a little bit more of an intentional biz bestie relationship. So what would you suggest to people? How, how do they find a biz bestie? Where are some of the best places that they can like look for a biz bestie? <laughs> yeah. So my favorite places to go looking for a biz bestie is in a group of like-minded people. And if you're wondering what that might look like, that could be a Facebook group or a membership group or a group program. What I love about this is it really opens up the opportunity for you because online there's like there are people from all over all over the world right and you might be really struggling to find people in your direct community but if you want to actually find someone that you can like not just be on a zoom call like me and Shelly do but like be face to face this could also be some some local groups that are aligned with your values and are around it could be business or it could be something that's a little bit different but you still know that they're going to be like-minded people there yeah so when you're choosing to invest and and this is where I love like 
finding like-minded people, like people who are willing to commit and invest in their vision. So when you invest in programs, I really suggest that you get really intentional. I've brought up this word like a million times in this podcast, but just about the other people that you're spending time with. And again, this can go into personal relationships too, but for biz besties, like just keeping an eye out of like who is going to be someone who aligns with your values, but they could be different from you. Like they could be people that compliment you and are in different businesses, but you can really see yourself like running with them for the long term. Yeah. So what, like, what are your thoughts on this, Shelly? How can you find a biz bestie? Yeah, totally. Like, I like the idea of like, also when you invest in, in a course or in a program or something like that, yeah, just also like check out who else is going, who else is investing in that. And, you know, there's the big sort of the big courses where there's going to be lots of people, but sometimes it's quite nice to invest in like a a more intimate group where there's like a a more intimate group of people, you know, even somebody who's just getting started, who you really like their vibe. And I would say that when you're choosing to invest, look at also who is going to be in that group of people as well and ask the person, uh, ask the person who's running the, the group program or the, you know, the membership group, you know, what other types of people are going to be here so that you can, find those like-minded but yet as Francesca says complementary to to use people that are going to push you out of your comfort zone people that maybe you know are going to be able to just give you that diverse opinion and yeah just bring some bring some spice into your business and to into your <laughs> life and then what I'd say is once once you've you know, you'll often hit it off with one particular person and maybe you've got a particular commonality and you'll hit it off like in the Facebook group as part of a course or something like that. So at that point, what I'd say is go and book yourself a coffee chat with that person. Often say like, this would be really great to do a coffee chat and just get to know your business a little bit more. And yeah, just, just chat. You can just chat. And you really, I mean, you are sort of looking to see, is this somebody that I want to um, yeah, do business with and, and have this bestie relationship with? Um, but what I just warn against, I've recently been binge watching Parks and Recreation um, as like re-watching episodes. I love that show. And uh, last night we watched the one where Leslie Nope is interviewing for a new best friend because her best friend Anne is, has moved. And uh, so she like invites all her girlfriends for a for a, a lunch and doesn't tell them that she's busy like marking them down on like who's who who meets all these different criteria for best friend. So this is not like being judgmental of people or anything like that, but you want to be intentional. I really do think that's a, a really great word of the people you surround yourself with. Often these things progress naturally, but there probably will be a point where you'd need to say, like, this is so great chatting to you. Would you like to think about doing this on a more regular basis? Like maybe we do a, a monthly biz bestie chat, you know, and, and you can kick things off from there. So there's just some of the ways where you can go and find people that could be your biz bestie. And maybe you do already have people in your network who you'd like to deepen that relationship with. And then you can go and approach them and just say, I listen to this most amazing podcast that you must go and listen to, the Simply Biz Besties, who you can find on Instagram at, at Simply Biz Besties. And how about we set up a Biz Besties relationship? And you can say for the next quarter or for the next six months, or, you know, you can trial it out. That's sometimes also a, a good tip is to put a boundary on it in terms of time so that if by the end of, say, a, a quarter, you know, you've maybe moved on or you don't, you know, you don't want to continue the relationship for any reason, that you can say, cool, that was a really great 90 days and you probably will still be very good friends but maybe if you don't want to continue the the formal um more structured side of the relationship there there would be an art so if you felt more comfortable doing that you could do it that way as well well it's been so great to spend time with you today shelly and i just wanted to emphasize that relationships really grow over time And it's been us intentionally setting aside time in our schedules to get to know each other, to support each other in our businesses over many, many months. And so I want to encourage our listeners that, of course, it it feels really great when you have an initial spark with someone, but, you know, sparks die out. 
And so keep that spark going by, you know, tending your fire and, you know, really enjoy this process of, of getting to know people better and, and deepening those relationships because it will be one of those things that you'll be just so ecstatic about having some biz besties by your side as you're growing your business. Yeah, I so agree. I love what you said about like setting aside that time of like actually putting aside that time in your schedule and yeah, like future you is going to love you for it. Because like, honestly, if we, we had to go back to past us, we'd be like, yes, like, you know, put that chat in, like do that call, like say yes to life <laughs> coaching. I think looking back on it now, it's just been so beneficial, uh, but it has, it has taken intentional time and it's creating that spaciousness, which you so good at creating spaciousness in your schedule to make time for these kinds of priorities, because they really, they really do grow you as a person having, having that kind of a business-bestie relationship it grows you as a person and grows your business. But yeah, you, you need to, to set aside that time for it and to, to really reap the benefits. So I'd really encourage all of our listeners today to go and see if there's somebody, you know, that's maybe like sparking in your mind of like, yeah, let, let me get in touch with that person and let's set, set up something. Or if, if you don't have anyone in mind right now is to go, you know, go and look at the Facebook groups you're a part of, maybe the membership groups you're a part of. And maybe, you know, maybe your friends in your social group have other people who are also solopreneurs or have their own businesses. There's lots of different places where you could get this going. The challenge is, is out there for you to start finding your biz bestie. And, you know, we also want you to be our biz bestie. So please subscribe to the Simply Biz Besties podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe to that and go and visit our website at simplybizbesties.com. And you can also go and follow us at, at simplybizbesties on Instagram. Yes, please come spend time with us. We'd love to get to know you better. Awesome. Well, thank you for spending time with me today, Francesca. It's been really great as always chatting to you and yeah, just letting everybody else in on our Vizvesti chat. And we will be back again with another episode very soon, everybody. Look forward to it. Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope what we've shared has made you feel supported by a whole Vizvesti circle. And that you feel like life as a business owner can be a whole lot simpler with the perspective of a biz bestie. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also love it if you'd share the Simply Biz Besties show with your biz besties by sending them a link through your podcast player or sending them to simplybizbesties.com. And we'll do a happy dance if you'd leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us to reach more biz besties around the world. And just to remind you, the conversation has just begun. So head on over to community.simplybizbesties.com and let us know your thoughts, aha moments, or questions about what we talked about in the show. For show notes, go to simplybizbesties.com. Sending you a sparkling heart emoji and a virtual high five. See you next time. And here's a hug gift from me. Signing off. Simply your biz besties.